0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3.
1: Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Adrian Abraham and Ryan Huang. Now, on this Why It Matters segment, we're going to be talking about the looming threat of boss loss, bosses joining the great resignation. You might think that the great resignation will not affect those in the management level. Well, think again. According to a new report released by Kelly OCG, the pandemic era phenomenon known as the Great Resignation shows no sign of slowing with senior executives. Even those in Singapore are planning to leave their organizations in the next two years or so. The study uncovers the disconnect between evolving employee expectations and the support firms provide. It also spotlights the actions an elite group of companies, the vanguards, are taking to attract and retain the talent they need to grow their business. The report, a follow-up to the 2021 report "Next Level Agility: The Four Dynamics of a Resilient Workforce," also identifies the greatest talent challenges and risks facing organisations as they emerge from the pandemic. To tell us more. About the study and its findings, we have on the line Peter Hamilton, Vice President and Managing Director, APAC Kelly OCG. Welcome to the show. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you, Adrian. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, great having you on. First up, Peter, tell us a little bit more about the 2022 Kelly OCG report of workforce and the aim of the report. Yeah, thanks, Adrian. So, look, I
0: think what's really dark is how unsettled our senior managers are Globally, 40% of managers reported that they were happy in their current role, which to me was a bit shocking. And in Singapore, 81% of senior managers said they were looking to leave their roles within the next two years, which is higher both than Asia, which has came out at 69% and globally at 72%. So I think this is really showing that our senior managers have been under a lot of strain over the last few years, whether that's increased volume of work, increased volume of emails and meetings. And yeah, that's certainly starting to show and we need to you know, do something about it.
1: Yeah, the survey found that 81% of senior executives from Singapore are planning to leave their organizations in the next two years, joining the great resignation. I think the question, well, the main question we have, do you know which sectors these individuals are coming from?
0: That's what's so interesting. It is across the board. It seems to be irrespective of industry and sector. I think it depends on how their experience is with their current organization, and that's what's so unique about this. I think for the first time, we have seen, I mean, there are reasons where people leave organizations, and they typically tend to be, you know, lack of growth and opportunity. Obviously, remuneration, particularly in the current market, is very prevalent. But I think what we're seeing for this time is that work-life balance is a real driver for those senior executives. It really will then impact, and that's the same across all the employees at the moment. We need to think carefully about how, you know, we tackle things like hybrid work and employee expectations and mental health issues during this time as well.
1: Yeah, there's also this ripple effect on a firm when senior leaders quit, where more will usually follow. Now, what do management need to do to keep senior executives? Yeah, so I think it's more than just the
0: individual actions to help support our managers, but it's also firm-wide. You know, we found during our report uh, a group of companies or organizations that are called the vanguards, and they are showing improved employee well-being and productivity and that you know the combination of those two and we correlated that with their financial results mean that those organizations are certainly getting some things right so areas that we believe uh really need to be focused on are ensuring you know working on the employee experience as i mentioned earlier you know the expectations across the board have risen obviously keeping an eye on work-life balance making sure that people are you know working appropriate hours but also given the opportunity to Not only perhaps work from home, but given some flexibility to pursue other things outside of work. You know, there's been so many roles that have remained unfilled and remain unfilled right now that, you know, a lot of employees have had to do extra work. So we're going to, you know, work hard on that, Uh, making employees feel valued at work, working on purpose and really just staying close and connected to your workforce to ensure that you're picking up an employee sentiment and engagement. Sometimes actions can be really simple and make a big impact. Other areas would be to really think about your workforce in a more agile way. Don't think about the skill that you're looking for and the experience you're looking for before you think about the type of work you want to bring into your organization.
1: Yeah, Uh, also from, you uh, you mentioned that the sort of work from home arrangement, because... At the height of the pandemic, of course, you know, everyone was working from home and there was this hybrid sense of working where a lot of calls were on Zoom or Google Meet. So the bosses or employees couldn't really interact as much. Give us your perspective of hybrid working and is it actually likely to stay now that more than, you know, 75% of the workforce are actually back at work? Actually, the majority of the working population in Singapore are now there
0: yeah that's right well I think some form of hybrid working is here to stay I think that what's interesting about this report is that sixty nine percent of employees said they enjoyed hybrid working but when you talk to the senior managers less than twenty percent of senior managers believe that hybrid working you know contributed to the workplace culture and therefore this is far from a settled issue so I think different organizations will have different strategies but You know, from our perspective, where we help organisations fill talent in what is a very talent short market, organisations need to show flexibility. We think that's a given now. And those organisations that don't are going to miss out on key talent.
1: Let's turn our attention to improving diversity, equity and inclusion initiatives and mental health policies. The study found that such initiatives and policies in Singapore's workplace culture have yet to be improved. So why are we lagging behind in this aspect and which country is ahead in this field?
0: Yeah, well, I have to. One thing I can report is that the, I think, irrespective of country, there's those organizations that are ahead who are really putting employee well-being first and productivity. And those are the vanguards. And that's about 15% of those companies that reported in our report. So, you know, those organizations recognize the link between employee well-being and helping support. DEI initiatives, and also mental health. And what's absolutely stark is that, you know, only 54% of organizations right now across the whole survey group had any strategy in place. And only 28% of senior managers said that their organizations actually, you know, really considered mental health to being a key issue. So we have seen this come up in survey time and time again, but what we do know is that It pays to look after your employee well-being. And these are key strategies for both attracting and retaining key team members.
1: Yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot here. How can businesses deal with the great resignation in Asia? Is it possible? Is it actually possible to dodge it?
0: (laughs) <laughs> like there's always been movement in the job market. There always will be movement in the job market. But I would say focus on, you know, every organization should focus on the three things that we're highlighting here. Think about work life balance. Think about ways to you know, and in that think about what how your employee well being put that First and foremost, think about the how to grow and develop your employees. And of course, right now, we can't get away from it. Renumeration, upward pressure on salaries. Each organization will approach it differently, but you can't ignore the fact that there is competition out there. So salaries do need to be looked at. And I think if you look after those three key things, then, then you're going a long way to help you know reduce the amount of attrition you experience as an organization
1: yeah that's often the reason people or employees feel like they're not getting as much as they're meant to so they have to have that chat and if it doesn't work for them then of course they're going to jump ship let's also talk about vanguards right what exactly are vanguards and tell us a little bit about companies that fall under this category So
0: Vanguards were the group of companies that were, in our survey, prioritized employee well-being and productivity. Employee well-being we talked about, but productivity is also really important. So this is how an organization equips their employees to be productive. So that's giving them the right tools and technology and making sure that they have an optimized workforce. In other words, you know, they're going to have enough workers doing the work to make sure there's not too much pressure on parts of the system. And, you know, employees are now particularly when they join an organization, they're very, you know, not as patient as they used to be. They want to be up and productive as soon as possible. So the vanguards uh, have really started to make progress in those two key areas. And therefore, that's showing in their financial results. You know, all organizations ultimately want to see that translate into how they execute their strategy uh, and achieve great financial results. And that's what the vanguards are doing. And they're not perfect. You know, there's lots of areas for improvement across all of the organizations we surveyed. But clearly, those organizations are showing that these areas of priority, you know, are critical to to delivering their success.
1: Yeah. Before we wrap up this segment, uh, tell us a little bit more about what organizations and businesses can learn from vanguards.
0: Yeah. So I think, well, you know, I just highlight again the three key areas, one of which is. Employee experience, you know, reinvent it. If it's not right for your organization right now, look at what you can do to improve it. Taking more concrete action on DEI will help drive, you know, better employee engagement. Look at the right tools and tech that you have today to enable your workforce. And finally, and and critically, you know, strengthen your workforce agility. We know how hard it is to find people at this time. So you've got to be more creative about the types of talent that you're prepared to work with and the ways in which you manage that talent, you know, across your organization.
1: Yeah, we've been in conversation with Peter Hamilton, Vice President and Managing Director, APAC, Kelly OCG. Thank you so much for your time, and have a great rest of the day.
0: Thank you, Adrian. Cheers. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.
1: That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.